From the, from the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling for Tuesday, the 7th of August, 2018, Tuesday of PGA Championship Week, and that means we have our golf betting analyst, Alex Lazon, with us. Hello, sir. Good evening. Jeremy, fourth and final major of the 2018 season. How are we feeling? I, I am okay. How's your chipping green? Good. I'm looking at it right now. It's very dry and very yellow and brown. Quite the opposite of the conditions we're looking at at Del Reeve. This yes. How's that for transition? Yes. No. It was. It was well done. I. I can tell you of a past history in in uh, media. Um, <laughs> look. Yes. It's wet. It rained all day today. The course is wet. Tiger says, "Who's ever got to bomb it? You know, or or who." Uh, sorry, those those who can hit it high, i.e. the Bombers, DJ, Rory, Jason, uh, Justin, him, um, there's a bunch of them are obviously going to be in, in better shape than a Zach Johnson type who doesn't hit it very far. Um, look, I, I think we could see 59 this week. Uh, you and I talked about it leading into, um, I think it was you. Was it you who said you wouldn't be surprised if a 59 got shot at Carnoustie or, or a 62? I don't know if that was yeah, you. I mean, yeah. So, so you're putting Brandon Grace on the hot seat big time. Yeah, no. I, I really, these these greens have, have quadrants. The slopes go down to them. The greens aren't in good shape because of maintenance issues and heat issues. This is setting up for a 18 under par type scenario that wins where we've got guys shooting 61, 62, 60. I mean, it could be for, you know, lead to a great Sunday, but I think 59 is is, is, is at risk. So this could be a little bit of a uh, Aaron Hills, Milwaukee Open, Milwaukee Open as well. Yes. I will tell you who is who is not one of my picks and not worth your money and not even going to make the cut, and he's somehow listed at 25 to 1 which I think is absurdly stupid, is one Eldrick Tiger Woods, who is clearly not 100%. He spent yesterday in ice baths all day, apparently, multiple ice baths for inflammation in multiple areas of his body that he would not reveal to, to Doug Ferguson and of the AP. This is clearly somebody who's not injured, who's not hurt, but just an old 42-year-old who's body cannot take this amount of golf in this amount of time. And I think he's going to shoot 75-74 and miss the cut. You heard it here first. Yeah, and that's a quite, a, quite a startling Jeremy Schilling take based on the Jeremy I've known over the years. Yes. You're definitely putting your, your, your correct foot out in front there with that take for sure. It's strong, to say the least. Um, yeah, he said he did three of those ice baths in, in recent time, and... He said everything as far as the location, yes, where the pain was, and then he proceeded not to elaborate uh, at all, uh, which tells me that a he is not wanting to give specifics, and that tells me that b that it's something that's probably tangible in terms of an injury. Now I don't know exactly what it is specifically, but uh, it doesn't bode well, especially for him at a new venue where. Lots of birdies are happening. Uh, I'm, for some reason, in my head, if I was picturing Tiger Woods competing in a PGA Championship in the next handful of years, it would be at a place where it's a grinded out golf course and four to six under par was the winner for the week. And it took a lot of great, uh, you know, drive to finish off a, a 72 hole tournament. 
this is going to be very different because of the soft conditions and because, like you said, the way the greens receive towards pin locations, it, it has all the makings of a double-digit under-par winner. Uh, I don't necessarily think that the way his game has been trending the last few months, it bodes well for having that track meet type of performance over four rounds. So, yeah, it's, I, I have him sympathetically listed as a potential top ten bet here. Uh, but it's, you know, definitely with an asterisk. So, you know, you're you're not too crazy to predict a Friday trunk slam from Tiger. See, I don't think he's hurt. I, the, that, that's why I think there's a, a difference here. I, I, I think that we're just hearing about things that we don't hear about with other guys. I don't think he's injured. I wouldn't call inflammation injured. You know, people have bad backs and things get inflamed and you take Advil or whatever to help it. I mean, so I I wouldn't say that Tiger is injured or hurt. I just think he's wearing down um, after a long grind and, and, and a long road back. And that's where I think the problem is. If he can drive it in the fairway and his iron game is okay, I actually think he can play well this week. The problem is I don't think he's going to put himself in the fairway. Which is, which is going to lead to some juicy rough. You also run into this problem where he's only played five holes today. He's going to have to take a longer look than he wants to tomorrow, which further wears down the body. If he can make the swings that he needs to, I think he's actually going to be okay. I'm, I just don't think he can physically make the swings that he needs. I, That whole Switzerland vacation thing may not have been a good idea, but I don't think he's hurt, and I think that's a very important distinction to make here. I don't think he's hurt. I I just think he's worn down. Yeah, I think you're going to get the the, the test with that, uh, with his body language early on Thursday. uh, Yes. Or or, or potentially even uh, Wednesday as well. You know, you're going to see very early on if, if if he's with it kind of mentally and physically, and and you're right, too, with the, the bounce back that he's had. It, it's been impressive, honestly, that he's been able to play as many tournaments as he had. I, I vaguely remember predicting so, to you sometime last year that he would play somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to ten events this year. Yeah. So, you know, he, he's, he's absolutely, you know, you know, getting gotten to that quota and, and more. So, you know, Bridgestone was, you know, kind of came a little bit out of nowhere, you know, based on the last couple months' performance. So... These are things you have to consider, and, and yeah, there definitely could be some wear and tear there. It's, I'm not feeling that, you know, potential Tiger Week like I was at Carnegie a few weeks ago. No. All right. I've got you for 15 minutes, and we spent six and a half talking about the weather and Tiger. That's that's not a good way to plan a plan out a podcast, but that's how we roll here on Seeing It Up. Sometimes things don't flow exactly as we want. Let's uh, uh, go about this this way. Who else... Uh, um, who are you not interested in this week? Who who should people just absolutely positively avoid? Uh, not interested in Phil Mickelson this week. Again, love to sympathetically bet him in majors, but just not interested. There's value, I believe, he's somewhere in the neighborhood of 80, 85 to 1 to win, but just has not had any great form recently. Um, I have no issue with his dance moves at all. Just officially want to get that on the record, but I'm not picking him this week. Uh, Jordan Spieth, not interested in. I uh, think uh, this might not necessarily be the venue for him. Uh, there are enough dog leg left to work with a draw drive, but I, just, I haven't seen consistency with him throughout 70, 72 holes uh, on enough of a regular basis on big stages this year. Uh, so I'm staying away mainly from those guys. Uh, 
what, what I'm hinting at with my card this week, Jeremy, is I'm, I'm looking at the conditions and the way the course is going to play and the way I've seen certain players, certain bombers, certain high-flight ball hitters uh, perform in the past, and I'm, I'm rolling with a lot of those guys uh, to, you know, overpower, bomb through the air, plop down in the fairway, uh, fly directly at pin with spin, and move the ball close to the hole on their own terms instead of being, you know, uber worried about uh, the uh, bouncer or the level of the ball rolling in. These guys are going to be flying straight to the pin. So I like, I like those longer hitters. I'm going with... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on, uh, hold on. Hold on. We will do a, a radio tease here. We're talking to our golf uh, uh, betting analyst, Alex Lazan. One is. guy you do not have in your pick list, which you are about to reveal, is Justin Thomas, who obliterated Firestone last week, is a high ball hitter, and would seem like the right kind of candidate for this golf course. Why is JT not in your pick list? He is officially at 12 to 1 in the odds. Only reason, and it's not a. Uh a, a fantastic one from a golf perspective. It's just simply an energy perspective and what that win last week mm-hmm. took out of him. I'm just seeing maybe a little bit of a, a foot off the gas mentality this week. Uh, it was very draining for him and he put a lot into that win at Firestone in front of his grandparents last week. And I think it's going to be very hard for him to kind of duplicate that firepower the way he did last week, two weeks in a row. Uh, not saying he, he won't be around in the pitcher on Sunday, but not not my list of guys to win outright this week. All right. So now, with that being said, let's roll through it. Who do you have in your picks to win category? Obviously, it's the Bombers. So it, I hate to be as stock as I, I am, and I I kind of muttered when I first rolled through the list because I was just seeing a lot of the same familiar names. Uh, obviously, rolling DJ this week. It's going to be very hard to pick against a guy like that. Uh, a lot of people argue that there's a lot of dogs that left on this golf course and that maybe his spade doesn't set up perfectly, but I would argue that the softer conditions are just yep. going to make him even more confident in addition to his amazing driving this year. Tiger said the and same I thing. I think he's going to be just fine bombing and plopping, and, and he's one of those few guys that really can gouge out of the rough if necessary. Uh, so obviously going DJ. Also nine, going Rory. Uh, nine to one odds for DJ. Rory is at twelve to one odds. Sorry, just wanted to get that in there. Yeah, DJ eight to one. Rory between twelve and thirteen to one. Where you look, this mimics Congressional's week uh, back in his U.S. Open triumph. Very much similar in terms of routing layout and the conditions pre-tournament setup, uh, pre-Thursday conditions with the rain pouring in and just making this a soaking wet soft golf course um, with a lot of soft spots near the pin. Uh, so DJ Rory at thirteen to one, uh, third off going with the Iceman Henrik Stenson the Swede. Uh, finally, kind of recured that wrist injury that was bothering him a few weeks ago at the Open, and he's a high flight ball hitter uh, that's going to be just chewing that three wood up all week. Uh, he's going to need a lot of those on this course, uh, but I, I see him. Uh, as someone who can absolutely contend at a venue like this. Uh, Just hold on one second here before we go to the last couple names. Stenson's 40 to 1. That's a very interesting value pick if you believe he's healthy and if you and if you believe he plays well. And I mean, with Rory, not only is this like congressional, this is also like Valhalla in 2014, which was also soft and wet. So 
similar in uh, in uh, that sense as well. Okay, keep going. Yep, rest of the card. I'm looking again at another deep ball hitter who is a major champion who can cover it both ways and fly it with the best of them. Uh, a guy who hasn't had fantastic form as of recent, but won earlier this year and looked very commanding. That's Bubba at 70-1. to 1. Bubba Watson is going off in a major championship. You know, where, wherever you want to put his form, he's a- a- absolutely going off with great value there for the final major of the year. Uh, my long shot, my bomb, is a guy who was a PGA Tour champion earlier this year in Kevin Na. I'm not a big Kevin Na fan by any means, but I think he does possess the poise and he has enough distance to put himself in position to hit beating wedges and short irons on lots of these par fours, uh, which is where he did thrive earlier this year in his win. 125 and, uh, to 1. I will uh, I'll give you one more. Obviously, it's the fourth major, fourth time the charm. Mark Leishman. Uh, He's I due to win one of these. No, 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 no fantastic reason for picking him in relation to this venue, but I'm just on that he's going to win one eventually, and I just need to be there when he does. Uh, so Leishman's <laughs> going off at about six feet of one as well, and that rounds out my win card. Oh God, that's the sign of a gambler. I need to be there when he wins one. Um, your top ten card is Tiger. Um, uh, uh, Thorborn, Olison, Bo Hostler, Xander Shoffley, and, and Louis Ustase. And we only have time to talk about one of those guys, so I'm going to pick Bo Hostler out of it. I put him, John Rahm, and uh, somebody who I forget offhand in the bad behavior category of those who lose their temper and just don't have that ability to rein it back in. You think Bo Hostler can rein it in enough this week, his emotions, to contend? Yeah, and I mean, this could even be that exact situation you're referencing where uh, <laughs> Bo Hostler is tied for the lead heading into the final round, and he and he does not keep his composure, but, you know, final round 74 or 5, puts him in 7th or 8th place. And, and that's kind of where I see his game on a whole, on a week-by-week basis. I've picked him a couple times to win this year, and I've bet him and successfully had a couple of his top 10s earlier this season. Uh, it's, it's always been a similar situation in which he puts himself in contention on Friday afternoon or Saturday morning with a fantastic round or two, and then seems to fall two or three shots short on, on Sunday of what he needs to get it done for his first W, but he's not too far away. Um, I'm going to throw out Joaquin Neiman. He's 19 years old. He got the special exemption. He's 80-1. to 1. Here's a guy who's got his PGA Tour card for next year. He has absolutely nothing to lose and if he can somehow win either this week or next week at, at Wyndham if he's in Wyndham and make the playoffs he's got a chance to win the whole FedEx Cup because of how many non-member FedEx Cup points he's, he's accumulated if you want to talk about a guy who's free who is freewheeling it uh, that it could be Joaquin Neiman yeah it's a nice pick he's been trending and had a few great finishes Early this year, you know, locking up his status on the PGA Tour as a teenager is impressive stuff. It's just short and speed talent territory when, when you see someone doing things like that. So, yeah. you got to watch as well. All right, so that is the golf betting analyst Alex Lazan. Now, the golfer Alex Lazan, the golf fan Alex Lazan, who is your pick to win the 100th PGA Championship? I am going to go with a guy who is on my card, uh, who loves these soft, wet conditions and seems to come with little to not much form when he wins majors and he's already won four. 
I might pick Rory McIlroy to win this week at uh, Bell Reef. There you go. Rory is the pick in the non-betting area. And once again, Alex's uh, card to win. DJ, Rory, Stenson, Leishman, Bubba, and Kevin Na. As always, sir, thank you for joining us on Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling. Cheers. And thank you for listening to this edition of Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling.